0: There is a big distinction between Levitical priests of the Old Testament, so the priests of the Old Testament and Jesus Christ, the great high priest. In the Old Testament, when somebody was found to be unclean, like with leprosy, they would go, as we heard in our first reading, to be declared unclean. They did not have the power to cure. Notice what happens. When the person comes with leprosy to Jesus, he cures him. It shows the great power that God has in the person of Jesus, the second person, of course, of the Trinity. And what's so very important is not to remember that it's not merely, I should say it's not merely the physical healing, but Jesus came to heal souls, to forgive sins, to unbind those who are bound by evil, to free people from bondage, to bring liberty. But what it requires is souls that are open to receive that power of God and to allow that good news to be received into one's heart and then to respond accordingly. As we look at the history of our humanity, we so, see so often that some were considered unclean and how often it was so unjust. Certainly, the purpose of the unclean and the leprosy and the requiring them to live out in a colony away from everybody else is because that particular disease was highly contagious. It did not have a cure at the time. And those dear, beloved souls would be all set aside, away from the rest of society, the despised in a certain way. Imagine the hardship that they must have experienced. But that hardship we see in other ways where human beings make that choice, to despise others by the judgment of who they are, whether it's by their race, their religious belief, So many, many things. We can use the example not so long ago, in our own time, with Hitler, who wanted to extinguish the Jewish people because of their ethnicity. We can think about, in our own United States, our dear beloved brothers and sisters who were enslaved for so many years. They were judged to be less, than what they really are. And that continues today in various ways in our own time. One simple example is when human beings make a choice that a particular person conceived in the womb is not worthy to be born. Now there's this opportunity to select by sex if there's some abnormality in that child to be able to abort it or even by free will. The challenge in all of these is when human beings take onto themselves the decision to determine the dignity of a human person. Each of us have been made in the image and likeness of God, and we are to love each other as brothers and sisters. That beautiful and greatest commandment of all, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all of your soul all of your strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus' love was so intense that he came to help save souls. And he needs us. And we need him. We live in a country in a day and age now where we, even as Christians, and sometimes as Catholics, we become the ones that are looked down upon because we stand by basic principles that have been revealed by God, and we can be judged, despised, made fun of. We can be rejected because of our beliefs. We can be regarded in a way that is not befitting of the dignity that God has given to all people. The challenge we have is when humans try to take control of that which belongs to God, things go awry. And when people give up basic moral values and qualities, the dignity of family, the dignity of life, the sanctity of marriage, the sanctity of our identity as God made us to be, whenever we take into our own hands things and we want to create them in our own way of thinking or someone else's way of thinking, We disregard the integrity of the person as God made each of us to be. St. Paul came along to be a witness of Christ in the world as the apostles were. And as he says so beautifully in here, what did he come for? He came so that you and I might be able to receive the truth of God's great love for us. And if we allow that love to flow into our heart, We have all that we need. St. Paul describes it as he came to be all things, in a sense, to all people, so that he might at least save some, meaning he's trying to help people receive the truth of who God is. And even St. Paul himself was persecuting the Christians until he had the encounter with Christ. And we need to pray and to work towards helping people experience the reality of Christ in and through us, so that the beauty and the dignity of every soul, born or unborn, young or old, with deformity or not, regardless of sex, the dignity that God gives because human beings are made in the image and likeness of God and are granted an immortal soul. And we must be the bearers of good news in the world that sometimes is filled with darkness and a growing darkness. But we must never be discouraged in the fight for what is true and good, as God has revealed it to be. Yes, we will suffer. Yes, it will be difficult. But may we never be discouraged. May we never be discouraged. God knows the intent, and we must do it with great love and great charity. We must understand that for some, they don't perhaps fully understand the dignity that God has designed it to be, and we get to be the ambassadors of that good news. My brothers and sisters, I dare say to you that this very day I stand before you because people with abnormalities that were allowed to be born have significantly impacted my life. Significantly. My Uncle Donnie who was disabled all of his life, spent hours a day in prayer, and amazing things happened. He never earned money. Some might say he costed society a lot, but he was worth every penny, every sacrifice. I stand before you today because he taught me how to not focus on myself, but on others. As I learned to tend to him and get outside of my own desires and sometimes selfishness, he taught me to not be so focused on my will and what I want. I think of beloved parishioners when I've gotten to know them through the years with children with disabilities, families or adults with disabilities, there's a certain tenderness in my heart that immediately moves there because I have discovered the value God showed it to me. He made it clear. He opened my eyes to the blindness that as a little kid, I wanted to play. I didn't want to be taking care of Donnie. It's what happens when we think about ourselves rather than the other. As we celebrate this Mass today, let's pray for a new awakening, a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit of the truth of the dignity of every human person from the moment of conception till natural death every circumstance of life, every person. And may we be like St. Paul, allowing Christ to so live within us that St. Paul would get to that point in his life where he says, it's no longer I living, it is Christ living in me. And when Christ lives in us, people are able to see something that we even can't communicate. They're able to see Jesus in love. They're able to see Jesus and experience him and how much he loves them, even if they or any of us struggle with these questions that we might have. Let us be filled with hope in God, the great healer, that he may heal our minds, our will, our way of thinking and looking, so that we might see as God sees, and love as God loves, which is unconditionally every human soul.